O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, May 10th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. As it is written in Romans 10:17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Bamidbar, and it means in the wilderness. Numbers 1 21 to 41. Those enrolled from the tribe of Reuben, 46,500. Of the descendants of Shimon, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house. Their enrollment, as listed by name, head by head, all males aged 20 years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Shimon, 59,300. Of the descendants of Gad, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Gad, 45,650. Of the descendants of Yehuda, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Yehuda, 74,600. Of the descendants of Issachar, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged 20 years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Issachar, 54,400. 
of the descendants of Zebulun, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Zebulun, 57,400. Of the descendants of Joseph, of the descendants of Ephraim, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Ephraim, 40,500. Of the descendants of Manasseh, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Manasseh, 32,200. Of the descendants of Benjamin, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Benjamin, 35,400. Of the descendants of Dan, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Dan, 62,700. Of the descendants of Asher, the registration of the clans of their ancestral house, as listed by name, aged twenty years and over, all who were able to bear arms, those enrolled from the tribe of Asher, 41,000. 500. 1 Samuel 8, 1-9-27 When Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn son was Joel, and his second son's name was Aviah. They sat as judges in Beersheba. But his sons did not follow in his ways. They were bent on gain. They accepted bribes and they subverted justice. All the elders of Israel assembled and came to Samuel at Ramah, and they said to him, You have grown old, and your sons have not followed your ways. Therefore appoint a king for us to govern us like all other nations. Samuel was displeased that they said, Give us a king to govern us. Samuel prayed to Hashem. And Hashem replied to Samuel, Heed the demand of the people in everything they say to you, for it is not you that they have rejected, it is me they have rejected as their king. Like everything else they have done ever since I brought them out of Egypt to this day, forsaking me and worshipping other gods, so they are doing to you. Heed their demand, but warn them solemnly and tell them about the practice of any king who will rule over them. Samuel reported all the words of Hashem to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, This will be a practice of the king who will rule over you. He will take your sons and appoint them as charioteers and horsemen, and they will serve as outrunners for his chariots. He will appoint them as his chiefs of thousands and of fifties. Or they will have to plow his fields, reap his harvest, and make his weapons and the equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters as perfumers, cooks, and bakers. He will seize your choice fields, vineyards, and olive groves and give them to his courtiers. He will take a tenth part of your grain and vintage and give it to his eunuchs and courtiers. He will take your male and female slaves, your choice young men, your donkeys, and put them to work for him. He will take a tenth part of your flocks. 
and you shall become his slaves. The day will come when you cry out because of the king whom you yourselves have chosen, and Hashem will not answer you on that day. But the people would not listen to Samuel's warning. No, they said, we must have a king over us that we may be like all the other nations. Let our king rule over us and go out at our head and fight our battles. When Samuel heard all that the people said, he reported it to Hashem. And Hashem said to Samuel, Heed their demands and appoint a king for them. Samuel then said to the men of Israel, All of you, go home. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, son of Abiel, son of Zeror, son of Bekorath, son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a man of substance. He had a son whose name was Saul, an excellent young man. No one among the Israelites was handsomer than he. He was a head taller than any of the other people. Once the donkeys of Saul's father, Kish, went astray, and Kish said to his son Saul, Take along one of these servants and go out and look for the donkeys. He passed into the hill country of Ephraim. He crossed the district of Shalisha, but they did not find them. They passed through the district of Shalim, but they were not there. They traversed the entire territory of Benjamin, and still they did not find them. When they reached the district of Zuf, Shaul said to the servant who was with him, Let us turn back, or my father will stop worrying about the donkeys and begin to worry about us. But he replied, There is a man of Hashem in that town, and the man is highly esteemed. Everything that he says comes true. Let us go there. Perhaps he will tell us about the errand on which we set out. But if we go, Saul said to his servant, What can we bring the man? For the food in our bags is all gone, and there is nothing we can bring to the man of Hashem as a present. What have we got? The servant answered Saul again, I happen to have a quarter shekel of silver. I can give that to the man of Hashem, and he will tell us about our errand. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of Hashem, he would say, Come, let us go to the seer, for the Navi of today was formerly called a seer. Saul said to his servant, A good idea, let us go. And they went to the town where the man of Hashem lived. As they were climbing the ascent to the town, They met some girls coming out to draw water, and they asked them, Is the seer in town? Yes, they replied. He is up there ahead of you. Hurry, for he has just come to the town because the people have a sacrifice at the shrine today. As soon as you enter the town, you will find him before he goes up to the shrine to eat. The people will not eat until he comes, for he must first bless the sacrifice, and only then will the guests eat. Go up at once, for you will find him right away. So they went up to the town, and as they were entering the town, Samuel came out toward them on his way up to the shrine. Now the day before Saul came, Hashem had revealed the following to Samuel, At this time tomorrow I will send a man to you from the territory of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him ruler of my people Israel. He will deliver my people from the hands of the Philistines, for I have taken note of my people, their outcry has come to me. As soon as Samuel saw Saul, Hashem declared to him, This is the man that I told you would govern my people. 
Saul approached Samuel inside the gate and said to him, Tell me, please, where is the house of the seer? And Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go up ahead of me to the shrine, for you shall eat with me today, and in the morning I will let you go, after telling you whatever may be on your mind. As for your donkeys that strayed three days ago, do not concern yourself about them, for they have been found. And for whom is all Israel yearning, if not for you and all your ancestral house? Saul replied, But I am only a Benjamite from the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my clan is the least of all the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. Why do you say such things to me? Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall, and gave them a place at the head of the guests who numbered about thirty. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you and told you to set aside. The cook lifted up the thigh and what was on it and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, What has been reserved is set before you. Eat. It has been kept for you for this occasion, when I said I was inviting the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. They then descended from the shrine to the town, and Samuel talked with Saul on the roof. Early at the break of day, Samuel called to Saul on the roof. He said, Get up, and I will send you off. Saul arose, and the two of them, Samuel and he, went outside. As they were walking toward the end of the town, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to walk ahead of us. And he walked ahead. But you stop here a moment, and I will make known to you the word of Hashem. John 6, 22-42 The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there save that one whereinto his disciples were entered, and that Yeshua went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone, howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias near to the place where they did eat bread, After that the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Yeshua was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum, seeking for Yeshua. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come hither? Yeshua answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me, not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for that meat which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give to you. For him has God the Father sealed. Then said they to him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Yeshua answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. And they said therefore to him, What sign do you show us then, that we may see and believe you? What does your work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Yeshua said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which comes down from heaven and gives life unto the world. And they said to him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. 
And Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes on me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father gives me shall come to me, and him that comes to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him, because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Yeshua, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I came down from heaven? Psalm 106, 32-48 They angered him, the Lord, also at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses for their sakes because they provoked his spirit so that he spoke unadvisedly with his lips. They did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them, but were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. And they served their idols, which were a snare to them. Yes, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to devils, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus were they defiled with their own works, and went to whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times did he deliver them, but they provoked him with their counsel, and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry, and he remembered for them his covenant, and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. He made them also to be pitied of all those that carried them captives. Save us, O Yahweh our Elohim, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto your holy name and to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 14, 34 and 35 Righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Hear My Cry, O Lord, by Maranatha Singers. From the end of the earth will I cry. 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 